Good morning, City Based Church. I hope you're all well and making the best of the situation we're facing at the moment and growing in your relationship with the Lord by diving in His Word and by spending time with Him, daily fellowship with Him, praying with Him and just being with Him. I'm saddened by all the people that are dying all over the world, but I'm also extremely excited to see what God is busy doing all over the world and how He is drawing people towards Himself and how He is building the church. We need to use this time wisely to get ready for what God is doing, for what I call the next level church. I believe revival is coming, but we need to be ready. Amen. Today, though, I'd like to talk about communion, seeing that it is a Good Friday and it's Easter weekend, exciting times. And uh, this year it's completely different to what we used to. And then at the end of um, my encouraging word, I'd like us all to take part in communion. So my first question is, what is communion? Now the definition of the word communion is an act of sharing or participation. So what does it mean to participate or share in communion? Basically it means to get together as a church or as a family or as a group of friends and to remember what Jesus did for us on the cross and to remember why his body was broken and why his blood was shed for us. It's a time of remembering the sacrifice Jesus made for each and every one of us, thanking him for what he accomplished on the cross for each and every one of us. The Greek word that is used to describe communion is Eucharist, which basically means to give thanks. So it really is a time to give thanks. It's also a time of remembering the life of Jesus Christ and celebrating the fact that he died and rose again, that he was raised to life again. He is alive. And that's the good news. And now sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for us all the time. Our King is alive, and that is amazing. Communion is not an obligation, but a celebration. Jesus said that we must do this in remembrance of Him. So He said we must do it, but we don't just do it because we have to. We do it because we want to celebrate our King. And it's not really about the method that we use or the, the elements that we use to celebrate communion either, because in many countries, Many people don't have access to unleavened bread or wine or even just normal bread and grape juice. It's not about the elements. And just like us right now in South Africa, many people all over the world can't get together as a church or as a family or as a group of friends. But we can still celebrate Jesus together in spirit, wherever we are and with whatever we have as often as we can. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23 to 25 says, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. So what are we thanking Jesus for? What are we celebrating? Well, there are many, many, many reasons, but I'd like to focus on a few important ones from 
this scripture, Romans 5 verse 15 to 21. But I'm going to take it verse by verse. So we're going to start with verse 15. But there's a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this one man, Jesus Christ. So we can see in that verse, the first reason that we can be thankful for and celebrate is we are forgiven. Who is forgiven? All of us. How many of our sins are forgiven? Is it just one or a few? No, it's all of them. Scripture says that all we have to do is ask and we will be forgiven and that God is quick to forgive. Verse 16, and the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. So the second reason we can be thankful for is we are made right with God. Who is made right with God? All who have received the free gift of salvation is made right with God. And that's a promise, church. Verse 17, for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. So the third reason is we have victory over sin and death. Who has victory over sin and death? All of us. How many of our sins? All of them. Scripture says that the penalty of sin is death. But we have the victory because of Jesus. Verse 18. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone. But Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. So we can see there that we are sons and daughters of the living King. And we have new life because of Jesus. Who has all of this? All of us. Scripture says that our lives have purpose and meaning now. And that we're part of his kingdom. And that he has got many plans and purposes for us because of what Jesus did. Verse 19. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. So we can see there that we are made righteous. We are righteous. Who is made righteous? All of us. Verse 20. God's law given was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So we can see there that we have abundant grace, an abundance of grace, sorry. All of us. And verse 21. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that is... Another great reason why we can be thankful and celebrate is we can look forward to an eternal life with God. And who is that? That's all of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, as Lord, as Lord and Savior. We have all got the promise of eternal life. And we will spend eternity in heaven with our Lord Jesus Christ. That is exciting, church. So we have many things to be thankful for and so much to celebrate. But I'd like to look at one more scripture before we take part in communion. And that's earlier in the chapter of Romans 5, verse 8 to 11. 
But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, we will certainly, He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of His Son. Now, so now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. So this is one more great reason why we can be thankful and celebrate this day is we are no longer enemies but friends of God. Because it says there that God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners, while we were still his enemies. It's amazing what Jesus Christ accomplished for us on the cross. I've added a link to a song at the bottom of your screen so you guys can click on it. And while the song is playing, let's take a few minutes to thank Jesus for everything he has done and is still doing for us. Let's take a few minutes to celebrate Jesus and worship him. And after that, I encourage you guys to have communion with whoever is around you, family, friends, um, or even if you're um, by yourself. We, we are all together in spirit and we are all... Take, taking part, celebrating communion together. We're all celebrating Jesus together, thanking Him together. And we're, we're all remembering what He has done for us and is still going to do for us together. So I encourage you to take part of in communion. And even if you don't have the, the wine and bread, um, use whatever you've got. And just um, be thankful and celebrate Jesus this morning. Church, be blessed. Be encouraged. And keep on pressing into Jesus, keep on just spending time with Him, pressing into His Word. And uh, uh, be, let's all get excited for what God is doing all over the world. I bless you and have a great Easter weekend. Amen.